Greetings, adventurers. Welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master. It's me, of course, Anthony Reed. Uh, I say, of course, it's not... I guess it, I could be anybody, but I'm not. I'm me. I'm Anthony Reed, and I am thrilled that you have joined us for episode 16, the final episode in the Brass Palace story arc, and it is a doozy. I think you're going to enjoy this quite a lot. I haven't really called it out a lot, but if you hear something and you're confused, uh, you don't know what it's a reference to, you might want to check the World Guide. The World Guide is located on our website, adventuringpod.com. It has information that you might want if you get lost. Uh, sometimes that might happen. I, I don't think so. I think we're pretty clear, but, you know, it's a good resource. I also want to mention here that we've gotten a few reviews lately, and uh, they're great. Thank you. Thank you for the five-star reviews on your various platforms. It's uh, it's great. We absolutely love getting them. Uh, it's helpful. So thank you, thank you for that. Uh, we really appreciate it. It doesn't take a lot of time, and it's just a nice way to say thank you. And another way you can say thank you is by being a patron at patreon.com slash adventure inc. Uh, and then you can say thank you by sending us a little bit of money every month to keep the lights on, keep the show running, keep uh, all of the stuff that we get to do uh, continuing. You know, like the... Uh, the transcripts that we do for every episode, the uh, the art that we were able to generate early on. You know, we've got a, a trip. The the show's headed to Dragon Con for a live Dragon Con experience again this year in 2022. Get your tickets. So uh, there are opportunities here that we get to have because of our patrons and because they support us and they want to see the show keep going and keep getting bigger and keep growing. And if you do too, patreon.com slash adventuring is the place for you. Uh, okay, that's all we'll talk about this week. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man. He's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth. Uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. What follows is the most grueling day and a half of uh, constant training with uh, Wesley on the training grounds. Uh, if he was holding back, uh, that sucks because he, you guys have a terrible time grinding against him for a, a day and a half, trying to uh, you know increase your strength, you know, grinding yourself. Uh, as though against a millstone. Grinding uh, up on Wesley? If you want to grind up on Wesley, that's your own business. <laughs> oh, no. Ellery does not. No, it's the whole show's business. 
Uh, listeners, if you ship Ellery and Wesley, let us know. Uh, <laughs> you know, please. now I do. <laughs> uh, and after a day and a half of grueling training, you feel like it may have paid off. Like you are a bit stronger. Like you know some tricks you didn't know before. Yes, folks, it's a Whoa! level up. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about level four for each of you, starting with Ellery. Ellery, what's level four look like for you? Uh, looks pretty much the same as level Met. three, but I got a new spell. Woo. I got uh, a, I boosted my charisma a little bit, so my spell save DC nice. is now 13. Nice. Um, and my new spell is enhance ability. Fun. Yeah. So I can uh, make someone like a cat or a bull. <laughs> Or a bear, or a fox, or an owl, <laughs> or an eagle. Perfect. <laughs> but never a squid. Uh, no. no, that's not. No, that's not they don't the have options. any abilities. That's wrong. They're very smart. Uh, you enhance ability, and then they get a whole extra load of limbs. You just get a whole bunch <laughs> of emotional <laughs> intelligence that can be <laughs> shown in labs. Anyways, it makes this sound. <laughs> Uh, Belroth, tell me about your level. Uh, Belroth got, uh, he took a feat instead of the ability score, and he took sharpshooter. Ooh. Ooh. That's it. You can do that. All right, great. (laughs) It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Are we not going to find out what sharpshooter does? You didn't ask. Yeah, you're just not going to tell us? You didn't ask. You said, what did you do? I said, I did this. Oh, okay. And you didn't, you didn't ask okay, for follow-up uh, questions. <sighs> hey, Rob. Yeah. What's sharpshooter oh, so do? Glad you asked. <laughs> uh, I, it does three things. Can I go now? Uh, attacking. <laughs> it gets me attention. Four things. Um, <laughs> attacking. Attacking at long that, range. That was better. I'm glad he went. No longer imposes disadvantage. So his maximum range is the maximum range for the longbow. Uh, I ignore half cover and three quarters cover. Just ignore it. Okay. And that's pretty good. Uh, before I make a ranged attack, I can, as long as I'm proficient, I can take a minus five to hit. If I hit with that attack, I do plus ten damage. Nice. So it uh, much better at the bow now. <laughs> uh, okay. And Scarpin, what's your level look like? Scarpin rolled his hit points this time. Let's yeah. go. And he got a big old eight Woo! on the corrected die, which was D eight. Um oh, damn. He, he also continues to have access to all of the cleric spells, so that's still pretty cool compared to everyone else. Um and <laughs> he uh improved his wisdom, so he's he's more wise and better at spells. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Deeran. Yeah, uh, Deeran became level four human wizard, Deeran Lincoln. Uh, previously he had been level three human wizard, Deeran Lincoln, and now he's level four. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, he also got, uh, I also rolled my hit points. Uh, I only got five out of six, so not as good as Mikey, even on a percentage uh, basis. 
Uh, but I did learn two new spells. I learned Catapult and Ray of Enfeeblement. <laughs> okay. I know, a, I know a couple of rays. Uh, three rays, in fact. Uh, so that's I like that you've neat. become a ray guy. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to make as many friends as possible on this Everybody trip, loves right? ray. <laughs> <laughs> the real treasure is the rays you met along the way. That's right. Uh, and then, uh, at, so that's for a day and a half. Uh, you do that, and then finally, Wesley releases you back down into <sighs> the town uh, to buy supplies uh, before your final night of rest, uh, where you expect Archimedes to arrive in the that, morning. That was so yeah. brutal. Was anyone else find that to be quite tough? Honestly, dear, and I'm so happy that you gave me that snack because I honestly don't know if I would have made it without it. Yeah, man, I I feel like uh, if if I had been smart, right, I would have just used that bottle to like mop up all this blood I lost <laughs> during the fight too. Yeah, he really uh, went to town holy. on you. He like he didn't go to town on yeah, us man. at all. Yeah, like that sword is super sharp, you guys. Like. <laughs> He kept hitting you with, like, the flat in the butt of it, but, like, I don't know, man. Uh, Darren looks down at, like, all the cuts, like, all over <laughs> him. Uh, I'm going to have to, like, buy a new robe. <sighs> so, well, uh, oh, go ahead, Ellery. Let's go to the store. Uh, and so the store in town, uh, in this, uh, there is a place for adventurers to buy things up here in the uh uh, Brass Palace area. Uh, it is a store called uh, Bolos. And when you go in, there is a, uh, a human man. He is uh, bald. He has a short beard uh, and a bit of a belly. Hell yeah, sounds very and handsome. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> really into him. <laughs> uh, he says... Uh, he says... Uh, welcome to Bolos. Uh, what can I do for you fine adventurers? Is there anything I can interest you in here in the I, shop? Uh, anything at all. Come and take a look. I've got deals uh, for days. I, here I, at I ironically love this band. You just got salesman. Hey. <laughs> hey, look at you guys. You look like you might need a little something, something. Come and take a look. Come and take a look. Uh, that's right. We're important uh, adventurers of Adventure Incorporated. We need, we need a flying broom. Flying broom, flying broom, flying broom. Sorry there, buddy. I don't have any flying brooms uh, on sale right now. Uh, but I do have uh, this unbreakable arrow. Huh? You just... It won't break. You can shoot it into somebody. You can go and pull it out. You can shoot it again. Uh, it, you can shoot it at a wall. Uh, you can shoot it at metal. Uh, do you, do you have break. a list of your inventory that we could potentially look at in... Uh, of course, of course. You can uh, browse around here, uh, whatever you want to look at, and... Uh, uh, I already shared the link you with did? you, Rob. If you're looking oh, for oh, 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 <laughs> it's in. I, I, I thought you were sending it in the Zoom. You sent it in the Discord. Understood. <laughs> I was like, Bud, I'm sure it's great, but I don't know what else you. <laughs> I have a lot of things that I want. <laughs> if only you had the potion of mind reading, oh, then you. Well, I don't have known. You'd have known. <laughs> Whoa, that leather armor! Holy moly! Uh. Oh, you like this? Yeah, some studded leather armor. This is some fine quality stuff. Uh, really the best stuff you can get your hands on. I definitely uh, cannot afford this. I, I really would love it, but I cannot afford it. 
All right. Well, you know, I am willing to make a bit of a deal if you could. I, I you know, I sell it typically for six hundred nineteen thousand one hundred seventy no. gold. If you mm. could do six hundred nineteen thousand gold, we could call no, it even. That's all, that's all right. I'll, I'll I'll go over in your uh, section that's labeled tattoos. And he looks at all of the inks. Because <laughs> there's a couple. It's like there's a couple. <laughs> There yeah. are a couple. What is, what is the <laughs> the third level spell rot tattoo? Oh yeah, this tattoo is a tattoo of clairvoyance. I had a I had a guy come in here who had a lot of like uh, uh, <laughs> uh, divination tricks going on. So uh, yeah, yeah, this this one's pretty good. Uh, uh, he would tattoo uh, it upon you. Really, I would I would give you the magical ink. I would let someone else do the tattoo. I'm not. Not a very good artist mm -hmm. myself, uh, but you tattoo it with the ink uh, in the right patterning, which I have uh, detailed notes on, and then uh, uh, you could uh, tap into the minds of others. Oh, uh, let me let me think about it. Hey, hey, man. Um, this staff here. Uh, can you tell me about this? Uh, and Deren spins the stone that's floating above the Staff of Adornment. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, this staff, um, it's got a, a special magical field above it that uh, when you place an item and he uh, reaches over and picks up like a metal uh, orb, like a little metal sphere that fits in his hand, uh, and he just places it above the staff and it uh, floats above it. Uh, he says, uh, small objects like this will just, uh, uh, hover above the staff, uh, just like this. It looks really, really special. And I, I'm, I, I'm going to give you a deal on it. Oh, what's the deal, man? Well, the, sorry. Uh, the deal is what is, uh, the price that I have here. I mean, that this is the deal. This thing is, uh, well, priceless, but I'm letting it go for a hundred gold. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a good deal. Oh, Okay. Um, and Deren checks his pockets, uh, and he goes, I've got like 80 right here. Uh, you, 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 you're busting me up here, man. I, these are, these are razor thin margins. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a, this is, this is a, a very priceless item and I, I'm already giving you such a, a steep gouge. Just, how about just a hundred? You want to meet in the middle for 90? No. All right. No, I don't. And Darren pulls out the extra 20 gold and gives it to him. <laughs> he, he eyes you, like his eyes narrow on you. Uh, Darren wiggles. Yeah, he wiggles his eyebrows. He goes, hey, man, you got to try, right? He takes a silver piece and puts it above the uh, staff, and it's floating around up there. <laughs> awesome. With the rest of the stuff. What a deal, man. Thanks. So that does have, um, basically, you can use that for five uh like missions before you would have to charge it again got it yeah i was trying to figure out what the uh what the charges on this do yeah 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 like basically you know if you used it uh five you know if you used it for a month eventually they would all stop working sure okay uh yeah uh so we'll, is going we'll to like adventure sure okay yeah, Deren is going to like carry this around like this is his new his new staff. Like he is wizardy AF now. He's got a staff. He's got a hat. He's got a robe. Like, <laughs> oh boy! All right, anybody else? Anybody else? 
If he ever grows a beard, y'all are going to know from a mile away what he does. Come on. Deeran can't grow a beard. I said if. There's still time. <laughs> Leave him out of this. Poor Tyrion. Some of the, you, um, you know, you, you got that very nice staff. I got a, another staff over here for just over 100,000 gold. Ooh. That might interest you. No, is this not, is, I, I get the sense that maybe you guys aren't, uh, you aren't quite on that, that level. I got some scrolls here, uh, you know, 90 gold for this scroll, 60 gold for this scroll. You want to talk to animals or make an illusory script. Uh, I got you covered. Like. I can already write an illusory script. So, like, if you guys need anything, you just let me know. I'll charge you way less than 90 gold. (laughs) Here's my problem with talking to animals. I feel like if I start talking to animals, I'm not going to want to eat them anymore. (laughs) Like, if I can talk to an animal and then I drink its blood, how is that different than if I'm talking to Belroth? (laughs) Freya looks at you and kind of, like, shrugs because i assume she can kind of communicate with other animals and is like still fine with eating them (laughs) (laughs) i uh you know whatever you say you know i uh i'm gonna defer to you in this one Uh, i feel like you would be the expert and i would not but if you want to talk to animals uh you don't want to know a secret i'll tell you the truth talking to animals they're kind of jerks. I, I don't know if I would talk to too many animals around here. So uh, uh, it's a valuable spell uh, every once in a while. But, uh, you know, Fre- just because you can talk to an animal doesn't Freya's mean you're friendly. tail bumps something. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what I'm. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Anybody else? Anybody else I can interest you in? Uh, well, no, but nice as you here. say that, I was just wondering, you, you, you mentioned animals around here. Do you think you could point me in the direction of some? Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of. Like, what are you, what are you looking for? Oh, just something small, like a bunny or a deer. Um, I mean, they don't sell deer at the the pet shop, but yeah, I mean, you can oh, get oh, uh, oh, probably oh, a bunny. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> One dog, please. We'll take your cheapest You're dog. You're in here a lot. No, 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 not a dog. One gerbil, please. That's not enough of a a food. One guinea pig, please. Yeah, cats are fine. Whatever. I'd eat a cat. He'd probably need two cats. Not not a Maine Coon. A Maine Coon, you'd be fine. That's true. I don't know. Aren't they all just like fur and fat? Not a lot of like blood. In those big cats? Do you want me to check for you? I've never like, done a blood count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob, can you check how much blood your cats have, please? I need for my just, character. Just for science. For science. <laughs> we just want to, we want to be as scientifically accurate as possible while we're uh, grinding up these diamonds yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take us a long time to do that, so it makes sense, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, all right. A- anything else? Are you guys just loitering? I'm like deciding if I want this clairvoyance tattoo or not. I just, I don't know. Yeah, that would oh, look Ross, great you know what on you. What, what did they say? I don't. Oh, like once you get one tattoo, it's like a, a, a you get a lot well, more. I do say that. Uh, well, this this other tattoo, the masquerade tattoo, doesn't seem. It seems actually somewhat useful, but I'm not, I don't know, I could just disguise myself whenever I wish, and I can make it all flowy and stuff. It's actually quite cheap. 
Um, <laughs> Wait, what's that one do, man? Uh, the Masquerade Tattoo is... I looked it up just now. Um, as a bonus action, you can make it any shape or color you want, but it's always obviously a tattoo. Um, as an action, you can use that tattoo to cast Disguise Self on yourself. Um, once the spell has cast it from the tattoo, it can't be uh, cast again until next dawn. But like this one, for one spellstone, can do it four times. And also, uh, I, that dawn restriction doesn't exist if you're feeding it spellstone. Okay. But the clairvoyance one is interesting too because I can then make an invisible sensor in a f- location familiar to me, anywhere uh, I have visited or seen before, or an obvious location I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, that one takes six spellstones yeah, to recharge. That one's a little bit, but it's. I feel like that's potentially more useful, but also disguise self. It's just hard for like Rob the player is like hell yeah, get the fucking masquerade tattoo, Belroth, you idiot. But Belroth is not a good disguise person. He's not. He's, he's not a person who's like, "Hello, fellow guards. Greetings." Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Belroth sees the value no. in masquerade Rob, tattoo. The, that's the obvious choice. Um, right. It's uh, the combination that it rolled is very. That's powerful. why I'm like, holy uh, shit! Four charges and a one. Spellstone recharge is Bananas. spicy. Um, for only 160 gold, which is ridiculous. Um, free. Uh. Deeran, uh, his body is a temple. He won't be getting a temple. Tell that to the thousands okay. of marshmallows he's eaten. Didn't you uh, <laughs> didn't you consider getting a tattoo last time yeah. you were in a shop? All right, great. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and because he couldn't afford it last time we were in the shop, uh, he's decided to make it not about his, uh, funds <laughs> and about a core tenant of himself. I understand that. That's fine. Yeah, man. I just like, you know, it's really tough to like justify making like a choice like that. You know what I mean? You guys. Well, you know, the nice thing about this tattoo over here and he picks up the masquerade tattoo bottle is that you can make the tattoo look like something different. I mean, it'll still look like a tattoo, but you're not really, like, set on one image, you know? Mm. So, like, if you if you come across, like, a really great traveling play and you tattoo <laughs> the name of the play on your on your uh, body and then you don't like it, you know, you can just change it to something else. Uh, or if you meet, like, a pretty girl while you're adventuring and then it turns out she's a lich and you don't want her name tattooed on you anymore, like, you can easily change Has that. Has that happened before? I assume. Yep. I, mean, I just figure it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Scarpin, you just saw that traveling play that you really loved, man. Yeah, there's this one one actress. Oh, I thought we, you know, so that we had a connection. But yeah, it's a long story. Let's talk, not talk about it. Oh, no, I want to talk about that. Scarpin leaves. <laughs> well, never mind i guess i love that scarpin is so uh he just wants to go to the shop and buy things and he just never does <laughs> he just wants me to roll the dice in the chance that potentially a broom will be there that's all One he of wants these days <laughs> it's gonna happen uh, and it's gonna ha- it's gonna be priceless <laughs> <laughs> um 
Anything else? Uh, anything else? I got this net over here. Anyone want this no. net? Oh, no, thank you. But you've been very hospitable. Thank you for your chop. Two charges per 10 oh, spellstone for 3,600 gold? No. I don't care if it's plus two. Oh, Belroth, you can't you can't be rude about no, his No, this is not a good net. This is definitely not a good net. It's a good net, but it's, it's an expensive like, net. That's like the best. Yeah, I was going to say, man, that's like the best net I've ever seen in my oh. whole life. It's a very like, good net, but I will admit that it was made by a fledgling artificer and that the efficiency on the net is maybe not what you would love mm. it to be. I will agree okay. with that. Wait, how? Anyway, come uh, on back anytime. <laughs> Belroth isn't going to buy anything, but how, how does the charges work with Unbreakable Arrow? That's uh, a good question, right? You, like, <laughs> no, if you fire that arrow, it is unbreakable. Right, and then you go and scoop it up, and if you don't feed it two spellstones the next time you fire it, that sucks. <laughs> None of these. Ugh, I kind of wanted the clairvoyance, but it's I don't know. It's all right. But <laughs> nobody's forcing you not to no, buy. No, but I like I can see uses for it, but I can't see enough uses for it. Boy, if I had that, I maybe I could see more, but. <laughs> it wasn't the joke I wanted to make, but I found it when I was on the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the four of you head out. Anything else you want to do before you rest, uh, before you're supposed to meet uh, Archimedes? I'm going to go to the pet shop. Okay. Um, El- Ellery, <laughs> if, if you're, when you're hunting for... I I want to say I don't know how to be polite here. Uh, food, animals. animals. Uh, would you want Freya to go with you to help? Because Freya could probably catch some city mice and and, and things. Oh, I really appreciate some various it. raccoons. Um, yeah, if she can catch stuff that's bigger than mice, I would really appreciate well, uh, it. I bet she could catch a raccoon if there are raccoons in the city. I don't know if there are. <laughs> Is that just how Belroth says it raccoon? is now? <laughs> Raccoons. <laughs> That's how we say it on the Demiles. <laughs> no, wait. You no. call it the Demiles? No. What? Dem- no. I- Sorry, it was a. That's really cool. Well, oh, well, thank you. Um. <clears throat> anyways, if if she wants to find potentially a a small possum, I don't know if they have those. They don't have those in cities. What are other animals that live in cities? Birds? I mean, they have them in. They definitely have possums in Federation Bay and in Prosperity. Like, they're all over the place. The the city's lousy with them, man. It's all the trees. That's true. Prosperity is. is, But this is like more city city. Uh, 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 Anyways, if you ever need a hunting companion, (laughs) she's available. No, I really appreciate Just it. Just don't Thank drink you. blood from her. That's not okay. No, I, 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 I wouldn't. I trust you. Scarbent goes also goes out. Shop. Okay. Uh, you you scoop up. Uh, they, they sell animals of a uh, size that you feel like you could uh, uh, drain uh, for some sustenance. Some uh, cats and rabbits uh, that, that you might uh, be okay with. Uh, you know, it, it sets you back a couple of silver. Diren does not go in the Bell shop. Bell doesn't either. Uh, <laughs> and... Scarpin spends a lot of money there. 
<laughs> still uh, turns out yep. still hungry but like it was fun i wonder how in this world if this is a common thing for corpse and, and, and vampire uh i think there's probably a sign up that says no corpse in. uh but uh again uh scarpin is uh you know sort of unique enough that people don't expect a turtle to be a True. corpse in. Um, gold talks so, too. Gold talks. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's probably a no a no corpse in sign. You're gonna say he spent two gold there. Okay, and then uh, you head back home. Uh, you spend the night, uh, and you are woken early by knocks on the doors. You now each have your own individual room. Um, that after the uh, drunken escapades of uh, uh, Wesley, they brought you, they put you somewhere else. Uh, but, not, that, but not all of us use it, or is it? It's up I mean, to you. Are you going to still sleep on my floor? <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> uh, so he, he, you hear knocks on the doors uh, uh, early in the morning, just like straight down uh, all four of your doors at the same time. Ellery's already awake, so she heads out. Standing in the hallway is uh, Archimedes Silverblade. Oh, uh, good morning. And she curtsies. Hmm. He nods to you. It is before dawn, and I hope that that will not be a problem, but we must get moving quickly Ah! if we are to meet where we need to meet. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. We have uh, little time to do. Oh, Archimedes! Do. Oh, great to see you. I'm excited for this. Uh, hello. Yes. Um, wonderful. Ellery, you can just like come in or whatever. You don't have to knock. Someone tell him we're leaving. Gather your things and let's go. Uh, Ellery goes in. You're in. <laughs> yeah. See, we've it's got to- fine. No, it's it's because Archimedes is here. <gasps> Uh, Deeran, like, uh, immediately starts, like, uh, trying to, like, tussle his hair to look cool. Uh, <laughs> just, like, it's all bedheady and, like, matted together and weird. Uh, and he, like, throws his clothes on and slams his hat down he over it. He was naked? Yeah. He sleeps in his, like, you know, his sleeping clothes. Not naked, but, like, Oh, okay. Not presentable. When you said, yeah. To when I asked if he was naked. Well, Sorry, I got an interpretation that he was naked. <laughs> he was, in his mind, naked to Archimedes. Yeah. Certainly not presentable. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, yeah, his silver mask PJs. Like, you know, underneath. <laughs> so embarrassing. He's been at home as a Tower of Verai. Right. <laughs> and yeah, Deeran like stumbles out. He's like, all right, man, I'm ready. Uh, excellent. Now we must uh, depart and quickly. Uh, and so he turns and, and walks quickly out oh, of the building. Oh. Uh, Belroth kind of like uh, grabs Freya and they follow. Yeah, Deeran uses the stairs uh, to get down to the bottom of the building and then exits it safely. Perfect. Perfect. That's also what he did. He didn't just like oh, okay. jump out a window. 
Quickly! I just figured he phased right through the wall again. (laughs) So, uh, uh, as you guys leave uh, the Adventure Incorporated Tower, uh, begin to head for the gates of uh, the Brass Palace, um, he begins to tell you a little bit about what is happening. He says, I have suspicions about these creatures uh, that you are seeking. One of the things I find most troubling is the lack of information we have about them. I believe we are dealing with what we would colloquially call demons. Bill Roth uh, face scrunches. I know that that is a loaded term uh, for many and that the... uh, the tiefling people have long dealt with associations to demons and we all believe demons to be mythological. I think this is the myth made manifest. I think this is where those myths have come from. But it is worrying that we have no record of these creatures at all. And so I would take us somewhere... I would take you somewhere to speak with people who have the longest memories I know. Especially when it comes to problems that have arisen regarding the fading. There are very few left who I would trust to be able to know the history of such things. So I will take you to a meeting that I was supposed to attend. If I bring you with me, I fear that there will be reprisal. If I send you in my stead, then you can go and ask the questions that need to be asked about the things that you have seen. This is something I am willing to do, though I am giving up a great deal to do so. Do you feel the air today? Yeah. There is a shift. The warm winds of summer are giving way to the fall. Today, today the courts change places. The green man and his siblings slumber. And Winterbone will take his place in charge of the courts. But today, today it will be neither the green man nor Winterbone who rule over the lands of Fae. Today, the Golden One wakes from his slumber as he does twice a year. Today is one of those days. If there is anyone who can answer the questions you have, It is the heart of creation. And so that is where you will seek your answers. Uh. Ellery's eyes, like, are enormous. She's Uh. having a deer in moment. (laughs) 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 Um, What questions did you have? Like, 
that you're going to miss out on. Like we can ask them or whatever for you. And then like, you know, report back or whatever. He smirks. That is unwise. The questions I have for the golden one are of a nature that he will not be willing to answer. And I would not put you in that position. I've got plenty of opportunities in the future, I have no doubt. Oh. Uh, Deeran kind of like narrows his eyes a little bit and points at one of them. Uh, like, I get it. <laughs> it's not for us yet. <laughs> that makes sense, man. You know, uh, you got to keep keep the stuff that we need to know on a need-to-know basis, right? So, like, speaking of stuff we need to know, like, what do we need to know? Like, what should we ask? If you can learn anything about these creatures and their place in the world and where they come from and what we can do about them, these seem like important things. The four of you have more first-hand experience with these creatures than anyone I have met. Which is why it is important, I think, for you to have this discussion. Because I can't provide the same level of insight that you can. Sure, man. Yeah, I think I think we're really lucky, right? Because, like, with Belroth being a chimerologist and all, and, like, Scarpin having, like, you know, that connection to, like, the old ways, right? And, like, Ellery being so smart and, like, cool and, like, you know, uh, uh, me being able to, like, you know, help tie it all together or whatever, like... I don't think I caught your name. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Deeran's eyes, like, uh, they, they like, he squints a little, uh, and then he smirks, and he goes, when you need to know it, you will, man. Okay. Uh, he is sweating so much. <laughs> uh, he was just way too cool, uh, and he is, like, he is barely holding it together now. Uh, he looks around at the rest of the group to, like, Save him. Oh, uh, I don't know if you actually got any of our names. Did did you? I don't. I just this one them. just said them. Yeah, I just introduced oh, all true. of you. But I mean, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> Dear, thank you for the compliment. But I was thinking that um, <laughs> we could. Uh, Oh. <laughs> I didn't have anything to back it up with. <laughs> Belrod like stops for a second and like steers at Ellery. Uh yeah, Deerin like um the like the the stuff that was floating above the the staff of adornment just like all falls down, right? Like it all clatters to the floor. This is how it's oh, this is how it's supposed to go at all, man. And he's like picking up the silver piece and the rock and like the the other things that like the uh, the shopkeep had put around it. He's, oh no. Uh, Archimedes smirks as he continues to walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> So stupid. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, he leads you outside of the Brass Palace, outside of town, uh, past like through a back alley in the old uh, Mughamar, uh, out into basically an open field on the other side of the protections of the city. He leads you out, out. Uh, it is very, very early, like pre-dusk, uh, pre-dawn. Um, the sky is beginning to lighten, but you have not seen uh, the sun rise up yet. Uh, and he leads you to the edge of the forest uh, on the outskirts to the north of the city. Um, and he, uh, as he does, uh, he says, this will take you this this enchantment i will cast will take you exactly where you need to be you can have this discussion with people there and then you will be able to return by it if you return before you are ready you will not be able to go back and i am needed elsewhere so i will leave this enchantment one way that you might return to this spot when you have Acquired what you have, what you can, and I will return this evening, and we can discuss what you have learned. Um, what what should we expect from? I mean, a, th- a thing of of legend of the heart of creation. Like, have you seen this? What what should we know going in so that we can best prepare ourselves and not? I, I don't know mess it up are there any are there any of you who are bound to the agrestal spirit uh ellery raises her hand which of the courts do you follow the heart of creation ah (laughs) (laughs) so it probably shouldn't be her um well, she may be in a unique position. Her devotion to this being will undoubtedly be felt by it. It will know her presence. The Agrestal Spirit is many facets. They are not single entity each of the creatures on each of the courts has their own drive their own will Um, often it is a question of how the courts get anything done at all and truly many would argue they don't get much done their impact on the world lessens and lessens as time goes on it is more a cycle of maintenance than a cycle of action. If there is any that can break that cycle, it is the heart. They will listen to the heart. And today, because of this boon, the heart will listen to you. This is not an opportunity. This is an opportunity I will hope I do not have to point out should not be squandered. No. No, you you don't have to point that out. 
He looks to you, Ellery. Anything that you have within you that ties you to the Agrestal spirit, any ritual or tradition wrapped up therein can only serve to help you in this place. These creatures are not without limitation, and tradition is one of them. Good luck to all of you. Be as prepared as you can be. Try not to offend anyone. And do not, under any circumstances, eat anything while you are there. He places a hand on a tree, and a spiral of golden light appears on the trunk of the tree, like glowing outward. Um, Belroth... Nope. Do you feel... Yep. Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to Uh, it now. (laughs) Do you feel a 19 sleight of hand check as I reach into your pocket for some Freya snacks before we go in? Let's find (laughs) out. (laughs) Um, What is perception? I rolled... What is perception? I think that's the the opposing check there for a sleight of hand. Um, well, I rolled a 17 plus two. Meter beat, baby. So, yeah, so <laughs> yes, you do. Slaps uh, your, <laughs> your hand. Uh, I do get a treat. Uh, I get one treat out, uh, and one treat hits the ground, and so me and Freya uh, munch them real quick Don't together. Think- she, like... She like paused me like a like a high five like a little, <laughs> but you think it's a high five, but really she wants the snack you grabbed. She wants well the other yeah yeah snack. Yeah. yeah yeah she exactly. wants both yeah. She but Darren <laughs> Darren Darren gives the high five back. She's mad. <laughs> Belleroth's mad. Don't he just said don't eat anything in there. Yeah, that's why I'm eating things out here, man. Think about it. And Deeran like taps his forehead and then walks in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. You walk into uh, this portal. Um, There is a sensation of twisting. uh, Light flashes in front of your eyes of bright gold. Uh, You are pulled and pushed and crushed and twisted. And then uh, everything normalizes. And you are in the center of a forest. Uh, golden lights in the trees all around. Uh, the pre-dawn uh, birds are chirping uh, here in this part of the woods. And there is a long wooden table with uh, 15 spots at either side uh, and one spot at the very head of the table. Both sides of the table are currently full with creatures, uh, various different kinds of creatures they all are humanoid in shape uh but they all are very different and there's 30 of them uh but two that really stick out to you ellery are the two at the end of the table closest to the the head um which is a man like a a humanoid who is covered head to toe in leaves and vines uh, from your stories, you believe this is the green man. 
Uh, the other across from uh, the green man is uh, gray-skinned and uh, seems to have like almost like sparkles embedded in their skin and are draped in bones that rattle and clatter uh, as they sit. Their hair is actually like spines of creatures, like like bones from a vertebrae uh, instead of like, or either their hair is inside these vertebrae or their hair just is these bones uh, as it goes, sweeps down their back. They are... Uh, I would say unfriendly glaring is occurring on either side of this table uh, from the people on the green man's side and the people on Winterbone's side of the table. Um, Ellery is crying. Like, like I mean, when you <laughs> uh, meet your gods for the first time, <laughs> like there's a, it's, she's very overwhelmed and she's going to like hold her hand out behind her for anyone whoever is like closest to her to just like grab to steady herself uh sitting near the door uh or the gateway that you have just come from uh on a stump there is a uh humanoid creature uh who is playing a flute and just lazing about on top of this stump uh he's leaning on like a taller stump and as you you come through he says Oh, well, you are not expected at all. Uh, Hello, Uh, we are the Expedition Society of of Secrets and Adventure. We are here to have a conversation about some events that are happening in our uh, our world. Old Silverblade gave his boon to you, did he? He he did. Um, Hopefully... For good reason. Um, That is no simple feat. Uh, That is years of work he has poured into getting to this table. It must be serious Uh, indeed. Let me introduce myself. My name is Professor Belroth Beacon. Uh, This is Ellery. This is Deeran. And this is Scarpin. We are what I said is the Expedition Society. And um, we have uh, encountered something. And you are... Oh, right. My name is Celian. I am the storyteller. Ellery. Who's that? He's the storyteller. He just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Celian. Uh, he's. Go ahead. He's where all of the, the tales come from. Uh, we have a book at home, and it's Celian's stories, and. It's like they're they're the fairy tales that that teach us how to be good. Um, Mr. Cellian, um, we are obvious. I didn't know he was real. We are obviously here and uh, unfamiliar with several customs, so any guidance you could give us would be helpful. Uh, but, um, my best advice for you right now is to shh. Oh. As the sun begins to creep up, just breaking the barrier of the horizon, um, streaming through the trees, both sides of the table begin to sing. It is a deep, guttural sound, not with words, but with uh, just notes and emotion. And you can feel waves 
of anguish and of life and of joy and sadness. And they are echoed and mirrored by one another in the harmonies that are produced by these voices as they rise up through the trees. And a golden light shines from the sun. And within a few moments, that golden light coalesces. And a figure, shimmering and shining with golden hair and golden robes, walks to the head of the table and sits. And Celian says, all here in attendance are now in the presence of the shimmering light, the heart of creation, Lanyer, first of the Fae. Uh, Ellery is like curtsied to the ground <laughs> like this whole time. Like as soon as the, the voices start singing, she's like basically yeah Deeran follows uh suit by getting down on one knee and putting his head down uh holding onto the staff yeah scarpin does too Bel- belroth doesn't know what to do so he just kind of squats <laughs> he gets low with everyone but not sure what to do <laughs> lanyer looks around the table family it has been A long summer's rest since I have seen you all last. As is our custom and tradition, I turn now to the the green man and to his court to outline for me happenings in the world, things you have become aware of. Report to me the state of things. And the green man shuffles around a little bit in his seat, and the voice that comes from him is like wind whipping through the trees. It is words that are formed, but they are like a whisper in the air. We have watched the world. We have seen little change in the months that have come. Still, The people of this world squander their gift, fighting the races of the sea. Still the world schemes and plots. Still they are unworthy of the gifts you have given them, father. So little is different now than it was when we took last our slumber. And so the things have changed, and so they have not. And we will slumber again till we rise at winter's call. Lanyer sits back. This is troubling news, for I have felt a shift In my time here, something has changed, but I cannot tell what it is. My eyes are blind to it, my ears deaf. But the court has missed this. 
Scorpion's used his quarterstaff to stand up and kind of groans. And, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Lanyer. Hello? He stands from his seat. He moves around the table toward the four of you. Slowly. He passes by the court of the green man. Each in turn are looking at him as he walks by. And he steps before you. He is fills your vision with golden light. You, you carry the mark that I gave to another. You walked through a gateway intended for one that I can still feel, which means he gave you this boon willingly. He must think a great deal of you. Uh, we, we are recent uh, members of Adventure Incorporated, so yes, we're, we're coming up in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just, Scarvin's just wide-eyed. As uh, Lanier came closer, he's, he's standing up straighter. He's just trying to not mess this up. Um, Ellery kind of turns around and uh, to Lanier uh, and also to the rest of her party uh, says, if it's all right with y'all, um, I'd like to to make a formal request in tradition. Please, please do. Uh, and she turns back to Lanyer, like waiting for him to. <laughs> he <laughs> he looks at you. He looks at you for a long time, and then he lower in as you are like you're still like kneeling right in front of yeah, him basically. Yeah, yeah. He lowers himself down to one knee in front of you. And he reaches out a hand towards you. He says, take my hand, child. She does. He closes his eyes. And then he, st- he, looks, he looks you in the eyes directly. And you can just feel the warmth radiating from them. And he lets go of your hand. He stands up and he says, this child of light carries the tradition of her people to this place. There is no better time than as the sun rises on the day of creation. That she may have this moment. Please. Uh, Ellery stands up. For pure souls completing with a question for thee, we humbly seek answers. The demons around us, please, what could they be? We humbly seek answers. They've taken cruel bodies like flowers with teeth. They've o'errun an island, all fled to the sea. They've entered through portals in all royalty. Their presence marks danger. So what could this mean? We humbly seek answers. We're grateful in all your grace. And she, like, bows down again. (sighs) This is the darkness I feared. This. (sighs) 
He turns back to the table and he says, What this child of light has shown me with these words, with her spirit, with her intention, this is something that must be dealt with. I am deeply concerned by that of which you have shown me, child, as he turns back to you. You speak of demons, a word long a part of our vocabulary, but never assigned. They have been shadows and stories, legends, things to frighten people with. What you speak of, what you have seen, does not exist. I have walked this world off and on for 2,000 plus years. There are no such thing. And yet, what you have shown me proves that there is something larger here at play. <clears throat> My children, I am sad to say, I do not have the answers you seek except to tell you that what you seek cannot be found. You search for information, but no information exists. I wish that there was something more that I could do for you in that way. But it is not with an empty hand that you will leave. I cannot help you in the way that you have asked. And as the old tradition dictates, if you ask a boon of me, one which I have given freely, I cannot let you leave with nothing. That is not within my power to do. And so I will give you this. For each of you, I would leave upon you a mark. This is a mark of power, of transformation. And it will change the way you see there is power associated with these creatures, power that has stained the world. It is not the power of the other things here. It is not the power of the Fae. It is not the power of the Celestials or of the Shadow or of the Arcane or the Elements. It is something else altogether. 
and I would let you see that power when it is present. I would let you sense it. Additionally, I would give you something. Something to aid you in the trials you will undoubtedly face as time wears forward. You clearly have the favor of people of great strength. And while you may not wield that strength yourself yet, I can see the strands of destiny woven around you. You are important. You are not the first to bear this weaving, and you will not be the last. But I find it important to help those who I can when I see this. And so I would give you this boon. For a year and a day, when you are in a dire situation, if you are on the brink of collapse, and the four of you in unison agree, you will rise up again, as though you have been fully refreshed, as though you rested for hours. May this save you when you need it most. <sighs> the road ahead of you is dangerous, mostly because it cannot be foreseen. This change, this shift, feels as though it is outside the strands of fate. And so I leave it to you. For you are of those who received my gifts, and you have always been greater than those of us too clouded by purpose to see the path. We thank you with all our hearts. You have come here selflessly. And so I would give you an opportunity to ask a question of me. To the best of my ability, I will answer it. This is something often reserved for a guest of honor. At our feast, one of my brethren. But today, that guest of honor is the four of you. Can we have a minute to talk about it? Of course. I will return to my seat. And when you are prepared, I will answer your question. He stands up fully and moves around the table, this time passing past the winter court and sitting in the seat. 
No, I, I, I really hope they add this part to that play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh. Uh, Deeran stands up uh, now. He uses the staff to help him to his feet. He's like, He looks at Ellery uh, to, like, check her face to see if she's okay. Yeah, she's okay. Her face is, like, like a little overwhelmed. And by a little, I mean a lot. That's why <laughs> he's looking. <laughs> That's exactly what he wanted to check on. Mm-hmm. So thanks for the confirmation. You're welcome. <laughs> is there... This is all a lot um is there any questions that someone else wish to ask um because i have several i mean we can only choose one my heart says i want to ask about the fading but i know that that's a very personal selfish sort of question to ask mine's very personal too (laughs) so like the fading to me feels like this the key to all of this, right? Like, like um, if there's a power out there, uh, Deeran's face like goes white for a minute, uh, and he looks at everyone scared uh, and says, "Can gods be affected by the fading?" that's a uh like there how can this guy not know unless you know what i mean there's no way for us to know because no matter the answer they wouldn't know if they're affected by it they would also probably not know Oh, no, they would know if they're affected they? by the Faden. It takes your... Yes, my grandma does. She'll sit there and she'll try to tell a story and she can't remember it. And it's very frustrating to know that you know something and know that it's in your head somewhere, but you just can't find the words for it. I, I agree. I think the fading is an important question and I want to know more. How do we frame the question in the most purposeful and effective way? Uh, that's like a really good question for uh, the group's expert on the heart of creation. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Deren's eyes like meet Ellery's. Uh, um. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, what the rest of the group thinks or whatever, but it feels like if we've got an expert in something here, uh, you know, like, the most uh, of anybody else, anyway, uh, we should definitely, like, use that, right? Scarpin? Belroth? Do you guys agree? I think in the very least, I would... I would feel terrible if I were to take this opportunity from someone who is a follower. Oh, no, I just mean how to figure out the question. I mean, right. Like, 
Because obviously Ellery's okay. going to ask the well, question. Well, that's what I... Okay, understood. I mean, I have ideas on how to ask it, but... Yeah, I think we yeah, can talk about know. it as a group. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... I don't know. I mean... I've never been asked directly by a god to ask a question. We prepare a song each year to ask for our heart's desires, and, and that's that's what I called on before, but this uh, feels very direct. <laughs> this is my first conversation with a god. I don't know about, about, about you, you all. Do you think the gods call it the same thing? Do you think they call it the fading, or is that a word that we call it, and they have other words for it? Would, I'm sure they would understand the but meaning. They would know. But... Yeah, they would know the word. Ellery, what do you what do you want to know uh, about the fading? Do you want to just like learn about it? Do you want to s- reverse it? Do you want to prevent it from spreading further? What do you want to do? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. I think or rank those. i i think that we want to know how it can be how it can be stopped and if the memories can come back and how we can keep it from affecting anyone else well then maybe we don't ask directly about it but we ask about where is where do we look for more because we can only ask one question but maybe there's somewhere in our world that we can find more answers than they can give us if that makes sense Sure, maybe we just ask how do that we also solve works it? yeah that was that was what <laughs> I was thinking like how do we stop it right? I think I'm yes. happy with that. Like it's a big question, uh, and we'll probably he'll probably be like, you know, like, go to a library and here's a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, like that's what that's what they would have told me at the black scale, right? <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't want to assume. Uh, I, I had a lot of professors who acted like they were gods. Oh, but those like, ones are the worst. <laughs> 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 um. All right, are we happy with that? Yes. If that's your what you want, you want to stop it. Uh, I didn't know if you wanted... I mean, your grandmother's already been affected. Just stopping it, is that your goal? I think, I think I'll use the word solve, because that seems to me to cover more. a lot of information. Yes, yeah. I agree. You're up. <laughs> uh, so... She kind of turns back to Lanyer. Um, and she bows again. Uh, we wish to know how to solve what's happening that we call the fade-in. And it's when the memories of people start to, well, fade over time. And they lose pieces of themselves and their stories. He thinks for a moment. The world has changed much since when I first stepped foot upon this place. The flows 
of the deep magics, of the arcane, of people, have grown and changed over time. You ask me how to solve a thing that cannot be solved, for it is not a puzzle. It is not a not a thing to be known. It is a process of life. There was once a time when beings who lived here were not affected as such. That time has passed, for things have changed. I am not capable of knowing the truth of those changes, for it is not my purpose to understand them. Instead, you should seek one who would understand these changes, who can see more. Ellery raises her eyebrows because she doesn't want to ask a follow-up question, but she wants to make it clear that she would like to know. (laughs) (laughs) Only one being that I know of can understand the changes that have led to the situation on Maneth faces. Seek the All-Seer. Seek Caliesto. Her guidance is required. Diren tries not to laugh. Uh, very <laughs> uh, he gets a seven, uh, so I guess he snickers a little, just a little. Uh, and he like puts a hand up like a sorry. Diren. Yeah, Scarbin looks at him horrified. Uh, like <laughs> Belroth, like elbows <laughs> a little bit, like <laughs> honored guests. Thank you for being here, for opening my eyes to something that had gone unseen. My time awake is short when this day expires I will slumber once again and my court of winter will take its place in the world I have yet to have the conversation with them about their plans for the year to come but I am certain that your plight will be part of it and you will hear from them while I sleep in six months when I awake I will listen intently for your progress thank you he rises from the seat and bows to you. And then Celian says, it's probably best if you head out now. 
oh yes thank you so much uh, i love your books <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, gives a little flourish uh at that um and he says good luck there are many eyes upon you now um ellery walks through like she gives a little bow and then walks through back through the portal mm-hmm. yeah uh Deeran does exactly what ellery does The four of you uh, arrive back at the edge of the forest as dusk begins to fall. My grandma is never (laughs) going to believe this. DM Anthony here just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show tell your friends tell your family uh, let people know word of mouth and you can support the show at patreon.com slash or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media including our discord where you can come and hang out with some great people we'll see you there and until next week I wish you nothing but critical success Hey, man, um, this staff here, uh, can you tell me about this? Uh, and Deeran spins the stone that's floating above the Staff of Adornment. Staff of Adornment. That's cool. I can in a minute. Uh, I looked it up already, Anthony, if you want me to tell you about it and then you can just repeat exactly what i said well i'm already there so this would have been valuable minutes ago (laughs) before i said it (laughs) serious business